Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of this show. And remember, as always, the easiest way to reach me is just give me a call on the phone. 602-525-1370. If I happen to not answer the phone, please, all I ask is leave me a message. If you feel the need to send an email, you can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. On the website, there's a contact page or you can email me directly to gary at yourcarinsiders.com. Want to send out a very special thanks to Bobby Rabati and his family at BN Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Phone number is 602 722 9151. If you are looking for a pre owned commercial vehicle, it's absolutely, in my opinion, the best place to start the process. You know, each week we, I, I try to talk about what's going on in the car market. And everything that's been going on, I'm going to tell you this right now, folks, it's not getting any better yet. Uh, yes, there's inventory of things, but the thing about the inventory that's there, it's usually not what you're looking for. So before we get started with that, I, I found an article that I thought was pretty interesting. And it was, do you own one of the most stolen cars in America? National Insurance Crime Bureau has released its annual Hot Wheels report, which details the most stolen vehicles models in the United States. Technology has reduced car theft over the past decades, but it's experiencing something of a resurgence, primarily due to the complacency from drivers. Thousands of cars are stolen across the U.S. every year because owners leave their keys or fobs inside their vehicles, inviting theft. In 2001, like in previous years, Honda has the undesirable reputation as the most targeted car manufacturer. Interesting, the Hondas most commonly stolen are far older than that, than a lot of the older automobiles in the list. A 1997 Accord, for example, is the most commonly taken of that model. While the 2000 vintages of the Civic and the CRV are seemingly the most vulnerable, at the top of the list overall, there are two pickups from Chevrolet and Ford with a combined 96,000 thefts recorded last year. Here are the 2004 and 2006 models, respectively, are stolen the most. Worried about a financial advisor can guide you. Well, let's get onto the list. So number eight, total stolen in 2021 was the Honda CRV. Number seven was the Nissan Altima. Number six was a GMC pickup truck. Now, it has a picture of a canyon, so I don't know if they're putting all of the GMC trucks together in one category. Number five was the Toyota Camry. Number four, and it's a pretty big jump from five to four. It's 13,000 more vehicles, 30,000 stolen. 
Honda Civic is number three. Number two, uh, they have a Ford, but it's not the pickup truck they have the picture of, but it's a Ford pickup truck. And number one, most stolen vehicle in the United States in 2021 was the Chevrolet pickup truck. You know, one of the things I want to talk about, because everybody's flipping out about what's going on with interest rates. And I got to tell you, it's a good thing to flip out about. So when you're looking at a car loan, first understand that the dealership is not the one lending you the money if less you're at a buy here, pay here place. You're either bringing them the money or you're financing the car through the dealership. And a dealership can't make up an interest rate that they give you. It's called markup. Some banks allow the dealerships to mark up the loan. Some banks don't allow the dealership to mark up the loan. However, there is a maximum markup, and that is designated by the lender, not the dealer, when they send the call back to the bank for how your loan was approved. But I want to try to keep it simple for people. Let's just say you're taking a $30,000 car loan, and the interest rate changes by one point. That's 50 cents a thousand. So if you're financing 30,000 and the loan changes by a point, it's approximately $15 a month that's additional interest on your loan. Doesn't sound like a lot, but on a 72-month loan, it adds up. Now, if you your rate goes up to 2 per, by 2%, it's $30. Now, here's where the big difference becomes. When you're looking at a car and it has a subvented interest rate through the manufacturer of 0% or 0.9% or 1.9%, now that 0% loan is 4.9. Well, that's, you call it 5%. That's $2.50 for every $1,000 in additional finance charge. You finance 10 grand, it's $25 a month. You finance 20 grand, it's $50 $50 a month. If you're financing $40,000 and the rate changed from 0 to 4.9, it is 50 cents for the $40,000. It's 100 bucks a month in additional finance charge. So you have to understand when when people tell you get pre-approved for your car loan. Okay? I don't always recommend that. Because A, you want to make sure you find the car that you're looking to buy before you have your credit pulled. The other thing that you want to make sure is if the manufacturer has an interest rate that they're offering on the car, a lot of times you can't beat that with your bank. So the gentleman I helped that get a, get a Volkswagen, and it was 3.9% through Volkswagen, he didn't bother reaching out to USAA when he found out their rates were over 5 The young lady that I was helping buy a vehicle, and I kind of got, I kind of thought it was interesting what happened with her. She didn't think that paying MSRP was going to be a good deal. And I actually thought it was kind of ironic because after she bought the car, there was an article in Jalopnik about the vehicle that she purchased. And I'm not going to talk about the car. I'm not going to mention the car. But... This gal wanted to buy a car. She was going to pay cash. And I explained to her, before you move all your money around, ask your 
financial advisor because that's the one who's going to move your money. What does he think about you financing the car at 3.49% and maybe putting half down, not all of it? And she said, you know, we could look at doing that. So at the end of the day, when we got to the dealership, she picked out a car that she wanted, and she had found a used one with really low miles, and it was a very unusual car, but I told her I was not going to help her buy that car because there was a safety recall on the vehicle that they didn't have a fix for yet. So we went to the dealership. She drove around in the car. We looked at all the different colors, and she agreed to buy the car. We sat down in the business office. She did all the title work. She did agree to finance the car 3.49%. And she made a comment to me when we were looking at the numbers, and she kind of made a comment along the lines of, I'm really not that thrilled with the price, but I know it's okay. And it was MSRP on the vehicle. So when I was looking for the articles to talk about on the radio show, this article popped up, and it said... This vehicle is selling for 28% over MSRP. So if it's a $60,000 car and it's 25%, that's 12.5 over MSRP. Not only did the GM of the dealership not mark up the car over MSRP, he did not charge her for any of the dealer ads. And the only dealer ads that really concern me is, you know, window tint, door edge guards, and the cup holders. I'm not really a fan of the paint protectants or things like that, but... Other part of this article was 31% of new cars in February sold for over MSRP. Now, another thing that's not helping the consumer is I spoke to a friend of mine and he had a really busy day during the week and they had sold 12 cars at the dealership. And he said, Gary, you know, it's really weird. We sold 12 cars, but we only got two trades. Used cars are beginning to creep back up in value. And I put my car, as I mentioned, into one of those online buying services, one of the groups that buys cars from you online. And I was very interested in the number they came out with, but I let that offer expire. The day it expired, they sent me a new email and asked me if an additional $500 would help with the offer. Here's your new offer. And two days later, I got another offer that was approximately $900 more than the first original offer was. Now, I probably would would have jumped all over it if I would have known for sure when my new car is going to arrive. And I will tell you, I ordered a new car, and it's a car that the dealers don't really like to sell at MSRP, okay? But they're selling me one at MSRP. I'm extremely grateful, but I do want to maximize my trade-in. So if the dealer can't match what the offer is from one of these online dealers, I might sell my car to them as long as the tax savings from the dealership is not less than their offer. That's the one thing you have to remember. If you sell your car and you're not buying a car, you don't get the tax savings. The other thing I want to bring up 
if you're buying a car in a trust, you cannot finance that car. You need to bring, not your entire trust, but you need to bring the front page of the trust, which shows the exact verbiage as to how the trust is written, and you need to have the back page of the trust, which is actually what they call the signature page. I actually helped somebody buy a car last week, and I I knew it when we were talking. They were paying cash, and I knew they were going to find put it in a trust. I knew it, and I forgot to tell him to bring it. Now, the only thing that saved us was he had the registration from the car that had broken down, and the car that broke down was in the trust name. So the dealership trusted me because of the relationship I have with them that they registered the car by the registration that they had. All the customer had to do the next day was send back the front page and the last page. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. I want to send out a very special thanks to my friend Anthony Reed. I'm going to talk about Anthony after the break. He's located at 2121 East Indian School Road and his phone number is 602-833-4542. Great reputations aren't just given, they are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. Stop in and experience a noble difference. It's our way of doing business for customer satisfaction is our top goal now and generations to come. We're located at 99th Avenue and Loop 101 or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you are in for a great ride. And that ain't no bull. If you're looking for a Mercedes-Benz, please visit Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead. They offer new, pre-owned, and certified pre-owned vehicles and are constantly adding to their inventories. Or they're happy to custom order the Mercedes of your choice. Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead is family-owned and operated and is the proud recipient of the Mercedes-Benz Best of the Best Award many times over. Shopping for a newer used car should be an enjoyable and comfortable experience. With their inventory inside a 115,000 square foot climate controlled showroom with all natural lighting and three levels of vehicles to peruse, Mercedes Benz of Arrowhead is confident that you will leave with a smile. Visit Mercedes Benz of Arrowhead for their vast selection of luxury cars and trucks, ready for immediate delivery to the greater Phoenix area. They are located at 9260 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Or you can find them online at arrowheadmb.com. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, very special thanks to Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda. Uh, I've known Joey for a really long time. He's been a supporter of the radio show from the very beginning. I mentioned my friend Anthony at Reed Motors. Uh, It's a family-owned and operated business. And it's Anthony, his wife, and his children. But I think his son might be in college right now, and his daughter might be heading that way if she's not already in college. Uh, And the reason I'm talking about them is I do get a lot of people that are calling to look for inexpensive cars for their children, their grandchildren, or whatever. And quite frankly, he's one of the few people that I trust when it comes to selling these $10,000 cars. 
because he just doesn't take them and wash them and put them on his lot. He actually has the car serviced. He has the cars checked out. Uh, I've never had a problem in all the years that I've known him helping people buy cars from Anthony. And many of them have been radio show listeners. And many of them I have helped on numerous occasions. Once again, Reed Motors, 2121 East Indian School Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 602-833-4542. I want to go back to the trust thing for a second. Because certain things you can't get around. Certain things you can get around. Sometimes if it's a dealership policy, I can sometimes get around that. But if you're trying to finance a car in a trust, you cannot do that. If you don't provide the documents to the dealership, they cannot register your vehicle without the proper documentation from the trust, that front and last page. That's not their choice. That's the state of Arizona. The other thing that I want to talk about is I'm helping you buy a car. I'm not selling you anything. And when I help you buy a car, uh, I point you in a direction that I think is the best thing for you to do. So I have a young lady that I'm trying to help buy a vehicle, and it's a pretty, pretty, pretty tough situation. Probably one of the hardest ones I've seen in a really long time. Now, her situation will get better in about nine months because, unfortunately, nine years and three months ago, she had filed bankruptcy. She recently filed bankruptcy again because she can do that every seven years, but it doesn't fall off your credit for 10. Trying to get financed when you're called a double BK is extremely difficult. And I don't want people to believe when they're at a car dealership and they have subprime financing or secondary financing that when they start talking to you about, oh, all you have to do is, you know, finance the car and make 12 payments and then you can refinance the car. So my question would be, can you guarantee that? Will you put that in writing? What I tell people, and I will never change from telling you this. If you're buying a car and you're buying it with the intentions of refinancing the car, please don't do this if you're not comfortable with the loan that you're getting to buy the car because there is no crystal ball. There is no guarantee that you can get your car refinanced. You have to buy the car understanding that you're stuck with this loan for the entire term of the loan until you pay it off, till you make the last payment, if you can't refinance it. If you can't live with that payment, don't buy the car. And a lot of these loans, they're very simple. They ask for a couple of things, proof of residence, POR, and proof of income, POI. You can't, when, when, when they're calling for steps, okay, everything that you put on the credit app better match the steps exactly. Because if they don't match and they call for proof of income and your income, proof of income is what they call light, that the... 
income on your paycheck stub didn't match what was on the credit app, the lender can kick the contract and then you get a phone call from the dealership with the great news. When can you come in? We need you to sign up some new papers. And sometimes it's not new papers. Sometimes it's we need our car back. Okay, And sometimes they don't tell you that when you're going in. When I'm helping somebody with a subprime or a secondary loan, I like to make sure everything is done before you drive out of the dealership. In the state of Arizona, you sign a form that basically states you understand that this was a spot delivery and your loan may not be approved. I get a kick out of some of these articles, and I really wonder if the person really knows what they're talking about sometimes. So some of them are common sense. Some of them make me laugh. But if you've been watching TV at all, and you'll see the Ford Truck Month advertisement on TV, and it says 0% for 36 months and a $1,000 rebate. You get both. But you have to think about this for a second. This really only works for people that are doing one of two things. Somebody that's going to pay cash or somebody that is putting a a substantial down payment on their vehicle. Because it's very simple. You're not buying a new Ford F-150 pickup truck for 36 grand out the door. And even if you could and you put no money down, that's a $1,000 a month car payment. Five reasons you should opt for a shorter term car loan. A shorter term car loan typically has a lower interest rate. By going with the shorter car term loan term, like 36 months, you will most likely benefit from a lower interest rate. We say most likely because different lenders and banks will have different loan rates, which can vary depending on your credit situation. Either way, paying less on interest over time is a good thing. So if you have the option to pick a lower term, receive a lower interest rate, do it. But you're not going to have a lower payment. A lower, a shorter term loan, absolutely. You'll build equity in the car faster. Build equity on a car, but isn't it depending? It's a depreciating asset. However, the car you plan to buy has a certain value at the beginning of the loan term and a lower value by the end of it. This means if you pay your car loan off quickly, like in 36 months, compare it to 60, your car will be worth more by the end of the loan term. Really, if, if you paid it off in three years instead of six and the loan was two years, two years shorter, Obviously, it's going to have more value at that time. You save money on car insurance. When you finance a vehicle, okay, this one makes me wonder if this guy even knows anything. When you finance a vehicle, your car insurance company will most likely give you full coverage to protect you. Coverage insurance can cost a pretty penny. So if you have a a $50,000 car that you paid off in three years and you give up full coverage insurance... Okay, because of what this guy said, you want to be careful. Use the savings for investments or other things. Opt for a shorter term loan will save you money on the total 
Total interest paid. Yes, some of the stuff makes sense. The one thing that doesn't is when your car is paid off, you don't necessarily want to drop full coverage insurance. Easiest way to reach me, 602-525-1370. Great reputations aren't just given. They are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. At Rodeo Ford, an Earnhardt dealership in Goodyear, we offer a huge selection of new Ford vehicles, all with low, no bull prices. Visit today or go to RodeoFord.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you're in for a great ride, and that ain't no bull. Special thanks to Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix for their support of Your Car Insiders. Family owned and operated for four generations, Coulter is celebrating 100 years in the Valley since 1923. Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix has flourished thanks to their uncompromising dedication to complete customer satisfaction. Throughout the years, they've operated under one philosophy. Treat every customer with the respect they deserve. Provide quality sales and service in a casual and relaxed atmosphere and do it at a competitive price. It's really that simple, and it's how we've built lasting relationships through generations of car buyers. Coulter employees are dedicated to making every customer a part of the Coulter family for their car buying life. Coulter's experience is the difference. Paul Glanz, general manager, has been affiliated with the Coulter Group for 29 years. They invite you to visit Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix, located at 12th Street in Camelback, and let the Coulter team show you the way the car ownership experience is meant to be. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special shout out to my friends over at Arrowhead Mercedes-Benz. If you're looking for Mercedes-Benz, please visit Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead. They offer new pre-owned and certified pre-owned vehicles and are constantly adding to their inventories, or they're happy to custom order the Mercedes of your choice. Please visit Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead for their vast selection of luxury cars and trucks ready for immediate delivery to the greater Phoenix area. They're located at 9260 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. You can find them online at arrowheadmb.com. You know, I, I breezed through that, that article pretty quick, but these reasons of short-term financing. Most people, if they're not paying cash, can't afford the 36-month loan. But I will tell you, when I was helping somebody buy a Hyundai Tucson last week, there was 0% financing for 48 months. The interest rate for 72 months was considerably higher. And the girl made plenty of money. And if she talked to somebody and she told them that she had a $600 car payment on a Tucson, they would look at her like she was crazy. Okay, until they understood that she financed the car at 48 months at 0%. One of the things that I do is I share every option with you as to what's going to make sense and what's not going to make sense in the purchase of your car. Somebody sent me an email the other day and they said they only hear me talking about financing on the show. They were wondering if I could help them pay cash for a car. Absolutely, I can. And, you know, one of the things, you know, they always say, don't tell the dealership you're paying cash for the car. Well, the gentleman that I helped the other day paid cash for the car because he didn't want to run his credit and didn't want to try and finance the car. But there was a $1,250 rebate if 
he financed the car. The second time he said to me, hey, you know, I really don't want them pulling my credit. I just want to get a cashier's check. I made sure he had all the information, the exact dollar amount. Please go get your cashier's check. And I actually did something that I don't normally do. We went to the dealership on a Saturday afternoon. And Saturday afternoon can be a very dangerous time to go car shopping if you're in a hurry. Because as I got to the dealership, there was nothing going on. So I called the gentleman. I had him send me his driver's license. He sent me the insurance card. And I asked him to please send me a copy of the cashier's check he had in his car. And he was driving about two hours to get to this dealership. So I told him, if you send me the cashier's check, I will have all of the paperwork processed for you. So when somebody in a car dealership tells you, we'll have all the paperwork ready when you get here, that means they're going to have the buyer's order ready and the stuff that you sign to put you in line to go into the business office. Well, I kind of went one step behind that. As soon as he sent me to the cashier's check, I went to the GM, he went to the finance director, and they printed all the paperwork. So when the gentleman showed up at around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I explained to him how this process was going to work. You're going to go look at the car. You can drive it if you'd like. We're going to sit down. You're going to sign the paperwork that I have all printed out for you. Now, that was not the stuff that you signed prior to going into finance. I had all the stuff printed out that he would have signed if he went into the business office. Now, I did not completely eliminate going to the business office. So what we did when we were all done signing and I waited for the finance director's door to open and when his door opened, we walked in and I introduced Noel to Mike and said, Mike, do me a favor. This is Noel. All the paperwork's done, and what I'd like you to do is confirm that I had everything signed correctly because, yes, I can make a mistake. I can miss something, but since he highlighted everything, I was pretty sure we didn't miss anything, and he said, nope, everything looks good. I said, would you do me a favor? Would you make me a thumb drive for Noel? So he got to the dealership about 3, and about 3.25, we were done. It took longer to set up the online system that they use to help you communicate with your car when you download the app. He could not believe how quick we got out of the dealership. Those are the things that I can do to help people. I want to send out a very special thanks to Culture Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix for their support of your car insiders. They're family-owned and operated for four generations. They're celebrating 100 years in the Valerie, Valerie, Valley since 1923. Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix has flourished thanks to their uncompromising decision to completely satisfy the customer throughout the years they've operated on one philosophy treat every customer with the respect that they deserve provide quality sales and service in a casual and relaxed atmosphere Coulter's experience is the difference. Paul Glantz, general manager, has been affiliated with Coulter Group for 29 years. They invite you to visit Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix, located at 12th Street in Camelback. Let them show you how a car ownership experience is meant to be. 
Great reputations aren't just given, they are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. Among them is Earnhardt Santan Hyundai. Jump now and get three years complimentary maintenance on our full lineup, including the all-electric 2022 Hyundai Ionic 5. Stop in or visit online at SantanHyundai.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you're in for a great ride, and that ain't no bull. Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Before we get started, I want to send out a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Uh, it is a very pleasurable place to do business. Uh, I always enjoy when somebody actually calls me and says, hey, I want to go buy a Volkswagen. Or, hey, I want to go buy a car, and I found one at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. My business is about relationships. I don't go just anywhere, and I don't go to those places because they treat me special. I go to those places because they treat you special. So another one of these articles that I found, and this one was from March 3rd, the most overlooked way to get a great deal on a used car. Used car prices fell 2% in November, followed by a 3% drop in December, lowering the average transaction price by about $1,000. It's a bit of good news after the price increase of the past two years. Remember what I told you about my car in 10 days, they increased the offer on my car by about 3%. Used car values are not tapering off at the rate that this gentleman thinks they are. Market analysts, market analysts expect prices to continue falling due to inflation and higher interest rates. However, when and by how much are anybody's guess? He's absolutely right. There is no crystal ball. Fortunately, if you're in a position where you need to replace a car and can't wait, a great deal on a used car. It's no big secret. The strategy of buying a less popular vehicle. Not all cars are created equal. Right now, most electric and plug-in hybrid Vehicles such as the Nissan Leaf, Toyota Prius Prime are still fetching over MSRP. Now, the other thing that is not only they fetching over MSRP, good luck finding one. Like fashion and music, cars go through fads. Vehicles that were high demand five or ten years ago are now popular as stale bread or microwave fish. Before you know, those cars are sitting in the back row of the dealer's lot like the shy kids at the high school dance. Still, like those shy kids, these cars have a lot going from them if you give them a chance. Over 40 years ago, minivans were all the rage. However, SUVs were based on a four-wheel drive pickup truck that rode like trucks, drove like trucks, and got poor gas mileage. People don't want that. So most SUVs evolved into kind of gentler unibody crossovers that grew larger and more spacious until they were almost like minivans. Folks, part of this article is absolutely correct. If you're looking for certain vehicles, it's going to make more sense to try to buy a new one. If you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle, it may make more sense to buy a new one. You have to compare what the cost of the used car is compared to what the cost is of a new car. Now, if you're looking for something, and I'm just going to throw out a car, a Subaru Forester, 
and you want to compare a brand new one to a used one and you need to have the car today, the odds of finding one sitting on the lot are going to be extremely, extremely low. When I spoke to somebody the other day asking about a new Forester, he told me, can she wait till June? Because it's going to be anywhere between April and June that we will see a new car. And I kind of got a kick out of speaking with this young lady. She was telling me that she leases cars because it's what her husband wants to do. And I said to her, in the past, leasing a car has been a great idea. I absolutely agree with your husband's thought process. Now, there's one of three ways to pay for a car. You can lease a car, you can write a check for a car, and you can finance a car. And I used to always get a kick out of the people that were financing cars that when I would try to talk to them about a lease to try to help them, they used to look at me and say, I don't want to lease anything. I want to own it. Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. If you're financing a car and you haven't paid it off, you don't own it. Okay, You only own the car when you have paid it off. Okay. It's very simple. You don't get the title to the car till you make the last payment. You don't get the title to the lease car until you make all the payments and satisfy the residual. So whenever there's a bank contract, whether it's a lease or finance, you don't own the car until the debt has been completely satisfied. Now, if you write a check for a car, I want you to understand, yep, you're going to get a title when you finance, when you write a check for your car. Now, if your paperwork shows up and you don't have the title with that paperwork, you might have to go to MyAZMVD and request a copy of the title. They charge you four bucks and they will mail you the title. You can no longer go into the MVD and leave with the title for the car. If you went in, showed them your lien release, got the title released, they will be glad to mail you the title. The only people that can get a title to a car by walking into the DMV is a registered motor vehicle dealer. Okay. One of the articles I thought was kind of interesting was, and a lot of these articles, and it's really good, Jalopnik has a lot of good stuff and so does Motor Biscuit. This is from April 1st, 2022, but this hasn't changed in a really long time. Who's in charge with coming up with the MSRP? Most of us are familiar with the term MSRP. It stands for the Manufacturer's Suggested Retail Price. However, do you know what that means in a way that could help you negotiate for a better price the next time you go car buying? Well, since April of 2022 and today, buying a car at MSRP, believe it or not, in a lot of instances, is a really good deal. Today, we will cover exactly what an MSRP is and who determines them. We'll also learn if dealers have to abide by MSRP on all occasions. What exactly is the vehicle MSRP? Okay, according to Consumer Side Credit Karma, it's important to know the MSRP before you shop for a new vehicle. Now, I will tell you this. If you're shopping for a brand new car, the better the MSRP better be on the window or it better be in the car. 
To some, it's still sometimes known as sticker price. It's required by federal law, letter federal law that the MSRP be displayed clearly on a vehicle's window. A lot of times it's on the front windshield. That's not where it's sent with the car. Okay, That's removed because the windows were tinted. The MSRP is the price an automaker like Ford or Chevrolet suggests the dealer asked for when selling the vehicle to consumers. This figure doesn't include optional features, add-ons, and other costs that can push the price up above the MSRP. That is what's called the addendum. However, an MSRP is not the final selling price, and it doesn't cover every possible cost. Additionally, the dealer isn't bound by that price in any way. How dealer markups work? Since there's a suggested MSRP and dealers don't have to abide by it, you should try to negotiate the price of any vehicle you're considering for purchase. Bargaining with the salesperson is something many of us would prefer to avoid. However, if this vehicle is one of the biggest investments we make, it's hardly worth paying a lot more for a vehicle because negotiation can be an uncomfortable zone. As Credit Karma points out, MSRP is a suggested price since that's true, the dealer can suggest you pay more and you can bargain for less. When looking at the cost breakdown of a vehicle, keep in mind that several of those numbers can be negotiated according to the FTC. The dealer might be willing to lower the price to a point significantly by negotiation, perhaps as much as 10 or 20% less than MSRP. If you have dealerships that are knocking 20% off of MSRP, please let me know what dealerships those are so I can take my clients there because I haven't run across too many of those unless you're thinking, let's go buy a Buick, let's go buy a truck that they have 200 of, okay? That's when you can see substantial discounts off the car. If you show up at the dealership and they have one or two or three or five of a certain car that you're looking at, I'm telling you right now, the attitude that the dealership is going to take is you don't buy it, someone else will. Additionally, believe it or not, it's not uncommon for a dealer to ask for less than a vehicle's MSRP. Much can depend on the wholesale cost of the car and how badly the dealer needs to get rid of it to make room for newer models. They don't have that problem a lot of them trying to make room for newer models. They have plenty of room. Lastly, be aware that there are times that a dealer is far less likely to negotiate on the MSRP. If you've got your eye on a newly released vehicle in high demand, the dealer isn't likely to bargain because they don't have to. Still, you won't know if you don't ask. The MSRP lets you know the price the dealer would like to get for a given vehicle. It's not. However, the only term you need to be familiar with when negotiating a price of the dealership, it's also important to understand other key terms ahead of terms ahead of time, like destination charges, invoice prices, and registration fees. Well, one thing I will tell you is destination charges are included in the manufacturer's suggested retail price. It's the last thing that's audited. I'm sorry written to get you to that total MSRP price. The destination charge is how much it costs for the dealership to transport the vehicle from the manufacturer. It's a cost that they are willing to pass along to the consumer. It's also sometimes called a freight charge. The total price of the manufacturer's charge is the dealer of the vehicle is the invoice price. Usually the price includes the destination charge for the vehicle. Registration fees are what you have to pay on a car in your 
geographic location and are largely determined by the state you live in. Do your homework and knowing the lingo before you arrive at the dealership will better prepare you to confidently confidently negotiate a better price for the vehicle you want and need. What I'm going to tell you, no one forces a dealership in today's current market to do anything that they don't want to do. It's very simple. If they have the car and you want to buy the car and it's close to what you were thinking you're going to pay, whether I'm helping you or not, it's your decision to buy the car. It's their decision to decide to sell you the car. It's more about if they're willing to sell you the car than if you're willing to buy the car. A lot of dealerships today have no problem inviting you to no longer play and go home. And it's, I was trying to help somebody buy a car the other day. And when I say help, it was extremely difficult situation because they didn't have the car and they're not going to have the car until May. And here we are, March, the middle of March. So she would be waiting anywhere from six to eight weeks till the car arrived. And I will tell you this, my car was built already and the email that I get doesn't show me that it's built, but the dealership knows that it's built and the dealership knows that the car's in storage. It's very important to understand what's going on with your car deal as you're waiting for a car to be delivered. Now, I was in a car dealership on the same week. They sell Cadillacs and they sell GMCs. You wouldn't think it would be a big difference ordering one, okay? I ordered an Escalade and I ordered a Yukon Denali and guess what? Escalade's here and the Denali order's not even picked up yet. It's about having relationships so you can understand how the process works every step of the way. I talk to people and they tell me, oh yeah, I have one of those ordered. Well, so do 50 other people have one ordered and 50 other people have deposits and the dealership's only getting five cars. It's called taking you out of the market and hopefully you decide to buy something else from them. I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. If you would like my help, it's very simple. Pick up the phone. Call me. 602-525-1370. I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. want to send out a very special thanks to David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford, located at 13680 West Test Drive in Goodyear, Arizona. Also, very special thanks to Adam Breen and his team at Santan Hyundai, located at 3252 South Auto Way in Gilbert, Arizona. Last but not least, Joey Staples Earnhardt Honda, 10151 Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona. These aren't the only people that I do business with. I do business with almost a lot of dealerships. I know the ones to stay away from. And believe it or not, if I don't like the dealership, I'm not going to take you there. One of the things that I enjoy having is the ability to help you if you have an issue after the sale. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host and 602-525-1370.